Hello my friends, Andy O'Neill here, the head automator of Weblitica LLC. This is episode one of the podcast I call Working with an Automation Mindset. Today I'll talk about the two types of huge wins that happen when an organization adopts an automation mindset and adopts automation into their business processes. These huge wins are They're not exclusive of one another. It's not like you can get one or the other. You can actually experience both depending on the kind of projects and automation you adopt into your business. Also, whether you're new to automation or you have an automation mindset, you can probably easily put these huge wins into buckets as you see them in your organization. But first, let's talk about a little bit about automation in your business. Automation and adopting an automation mindset is not for the huge enterprise level organizations. Automation is a business opportunity for organizations of all sizes. In fact, I would argue that automation is more important for smaller businesses. Stick with me for a second, because I believe this because these types of businesses are just getting started and they're working really hard to produce a lot with a little to turn a profit for the business. So that's why I think automation is so important for smaller businesses. Automation can help small businesses deliver huge value with little inputs. It's something that can reap huge rewards for companies that see the value and automate their processes. So let's let's talk about what those two wins are when you adopt an automation mindset. But first of all, Before we get to that, one other thing I want to talk about is let me talk about the who of of who I'm talking about. Generally, when I say small businesses should adopt an automation mindset, I want to give, I want to kind of frame what I mean by small businesses and that's, and, and identify the target of who I'm looking at when I say that. Generally, when I mean small business, when I say small business and it, it includes, it's in the context of automation. I'm not really looking at an employee count or an annual revenue. Now, if you said, well, but what is that employee count? I would say generally I see automation help businesses the most if they're, if they're three to 10 or maybe three to 15 employees. But again, when I think about small business and in the context of automation, I'm not necessarily looking at the count of people. More specifically, what I'm looking at is Businesses that don't have a dedicated IT department. They don't have a full-time IT guy working on servers and computers and stuff. They, these are businesses that are doing IT via a contractor, or maybe they're managing it themselves. Maybe it's part of the owner's job or part of somebody else's job. Like it's a little, a little sliver of their job to do IT, but they don't have a full-time team. The other thing these companies don't have are dedicated programmers or web developers. They don't have people on staff that are building code from scratch to solve the business's problems. The organizations I'm thinking about are those, and and this will help you self-identify if if you're one of these types of organizations. They're organizations that use a variety of off-the-shelf, cloud-based software solutions to run their business. For example, they often will use Dropbox, maybe OneDrive, for file storage, for a place to put company files, to share them um, in, a, in an enterprise business, there would be servers and, and file servers to share this. 
But in these smaller businesses, a lot of that, a lot of times that's done with Dropbox. Uh, they're using Google Suite, uh, Google Business Suite, or Office 365 for emails and maybe the sharing of documents. They're using WordPress or Wix for their website, and they're managing their customer relationships with something like HubSpot or Salesforce or Insightly, something, uh, again, all of these are things you would pay like a monthly fee for to use. Maybe not WordPress, but of these other services. So when I'm talking about small businesses and automation, that's really kind of what those businesses look like. They don't have a full-time IT staff, and they're kind of picking and choosing ready-to-go solutions um, that they pay monthly for and use to manage the technology for their business. So these are the types of organizations, the organizations that are not using custom, custom software to run their business. These are the people that I work with the most and the businesses that I really see benefit from automation the most. So let's talk about um, what automation is. And this is just going to be a little nutshell just to kind of set some groundwork here. This is going to be a whole podcast later. But here's an overview. So automation automation takes, play, takes the place of, of repetitive or tedious tasks. Okay, so those tasks where you're copying and pasting data or you're downloading spreadsheets and massaging data in Excel um, or it's work that requires waiting. So a lot of times there's work that requires waiting when you're downloading files from the, the cloud to do something with them or uploading them or transferring data from one place to another. Uh, that waiting a lot of times can be automated and you're not, you're not wasting your time staring at a screen, you know, a status screen going, you know, 80%, 90%. Like um, you just skip that. You let something do that in the background while you're doing something else. Automation helps reduce the opportunities of human error. Uh, it, it can literally complete tasks while you sleep. And when you, when you embrace automation, it will create opportunities for you and your team to focus your energy on being creative and critical, uh, two things that a computer can't do for you, uh, being creative and critical. And then, Honestly, it creates more fulfilled employees because they're not spending time doing, oh, man, I got to do this again and again. Like I'm doing the same thing 37 times. This is really boring. I hate this. Those things can be taken off their plate so they can do the things only they can do. And it creates employees that enjoy their work more. So let's get into these two types of huge wins that I see when it comes to automation projects. The first one is projects that create individual capacity, and we're going to talk about that. The second one are projects that create corporate capacity. So corporate being uh, the entire group of the organization or a big, uh, a majority group of the organization. And so individual capacity and corporate capacity. So first let's talk about the projects and the automation that create individual capacity. These are projects that take tasks off of an individual's plate. So um, it gives them the ability to do more, again, of that creative and critical work in a week and gets rid of the repetitive and tedious stuff. So for example, and again, these examples are affecting a typically a singular person of the organization. So uh, it could be your salesperson. So automating the lead generation or scoring 
uh, for your salesperson. So it takes work off their plate of doing that so they can go do more selling and less redundant and tedious work. Um, automate the email marketing or social media management for the marketing team. So maybe a, a company this size would have somebody who does marketing and social media, um, probably not as their full-time job, as a part of their job. And when a lot of that is, you know, copy, paste, you know, da, 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 stuff that's repetitive over and over again, uh, you can take those things off their plate that gives them more time to do actual marketing. Uh, automating customer relationship tasks for the people who interact with customers or uh, support calls. Even improving the internal communications with your team, within your team, within your organization, your company, those to a certain extent can be automated and uh, made more efficient. And then automating customer support and service tasks. Imagine your customer support team uh, not having to answer every single question Maybe you have some online bots that help answer the basic questions that come in the most often. And then your customer support, support folks can just focus on those higher tier issues that really take a human to interact and, and take care of those. So ultimately, these, are, these projects create individual capacity and it takes work off of your team's plate so they can do other things that only a human could do. Um, and it allows allows them to focus on things that uh, like creating or strategy or critical thinking. Like I mentioned earlier, these are things that a computer can't do for your business. Humans have to do this. And so you give them more capacity to do those things by taking away the tedious repetitive tasks that can be automated. All right. So second are those projects that I mentioned before that create corporate or business capacity. So I'm going to kind of break these down into a couple different ones. They, they both create capacity for the organization as a whole, but in different ways. So the first way, the first type of project that creates corporate capacity are innovative product projects that create little or no additional work for the team, but they add to the capacity of the organization. They, they, they don't require additional work or very little additional work, but they create a great deal of value or capacity either internally or to your customers and clients. So an example of that uh, would be an automation project, which are basically self-sustaining. Uh, there are things that happen. Uh, of course, there's work to create these. Uh, there's some work to make sure they keep running and main, you know, running and, and they're maintained to work properly. But basically, the idea is they work on their own and they create value for your customers or your team. So an example of that is I have a I have a client that is a large talk radio network. They have 120 plus stations and they they only do talk radio. So they have. On the radio side of things, they have an automation that grabs programs and puts them on the air at the right time, but there's no, there's no crossover from that system to uh, the web, to their website. So what we did is we created an automated system. Every day it watches over 60 different RSS feeds, and when the RSS feeds update, it pulls that information into a database, 
It saves the audio files from those RSS feeds, the title, the description, the date, all the information that comes with an RSS feed, and saves them to a database. And this is done with very little human interaction. It just happens overnight in the wee hours of the morning uh, when those feeds update and it just happens. By the time the team I work with at this organization shows up, it's done for the most part. Um, And this process, this watching of these RSS feeds, the saving the data, this process automates over 1 million tasks, individual tasks each month. Um, If they didn't have this automation, I mean, it would require multiple people to replicate this or tens of thousands of dollars to build in, in custom software. And what it's is, in reality, what this is costing the company is just a few hundred dollars a month. It automates these one million tasks, pulls all this audio down. Not only does it pull audio down from the RSS feeds, it saves it in a database, then it pushes it up to their WordPress website automatically. This just happens. Over 60 programs a day, this just happens. Uh, it's, it's an automated process. And so this is an example Um, This is something that was not previously offered. This started about a year ago. And this is a a value add to their listeners. So if somebody can't catch a program on the radio, they can't listen to the program, they can go over here to the website and listen to it on demand. So it provides on-demand listening opportunity that didn't exist before. It automates over a million tasks tasks per month and it takes maybe an hour a day to maintain so huge value very little requirement for from humans someone to to interact with this system but it creates a great corporate capacity for the listeners of this radio network so that is one example of a automation project that creates corporate or business capacity. Let me talk about the second. It's a little bit different. You might not think about this as automation, but it's the projects that provide a corporate uh, or multi-employee benefit through a dashboard, for example. So a real-time dashboard. Let me tell you, uh, typically the issues with dashboards and the reason people don't like dashboards and don't use them is they're not in real time. Every, one, every month or every week or however often you have to go download spreadsheets, you have to put it in Excel, you have to massage the data and move stuff around and write a bunch of formulas and then you upload it to something or you make a chart in Excel. They're a pain. They're a complete pain. But a real-time automated dashboard provides a multi-employee or a corporate benefit because nobody has to go work on the spreadsheet to make the dashboard correct. There's no spreadsheets to mess with. There's no Excel formula writing required. It's just always there and it's always up to date. So for example, a website traffic dashboard, for example, let's talk about how this can help multiple employees or multiple functions of a business. So a website traffic dashboard can inform the business owner 
you know, how's traffic going? What's the high level, high level overview? It can inform the web developer of any speed issues or 404 page issues that might be occurring on the site. It can inform the marketing team, how many people are coming in to our funnel from the website, filling out a form, generating leads. And it can also inform the SEO manager, whoever's doing the SEO and maintaining the website. So that is, that is where there's kind of a corporate, there's, a, there's, a, there's an overlap of the value to multiple people of the organization by creating a website traffic dashboard. Uh, another example would be a lead generation funnel dashboard. So you have leads coming in and, you know, for those leads that are coming in online, there's no reason why this can't be in real time and updated. It can inform the owner or the CEO of what leads are in the pipeline. How does the lead pipeline look? Is every, every, every part of it full? Are we converting like we'd like to? And it can also inform sales of how the lead funnel is working and marketing. Marketing or whoever's handling the website and creating these funnels, is it working? Is everything going good? A real-time dashboard can tell you very quickly if something's happened and people aren't converting. So those are a couple examples of the really automation projects, but where you see the automation come through is they are dashboards where there is a uh, corporate value, meaning touching multiple people or multiple people with different functions in an organization. So that's it for the two huge wins that can come from automating the repetitive processes of your business. I would like for you, I just like to encourage you as a next step from listening to this, starting today, begin looking around your business and say, man, what are the areas where we have a lot of tedious tasks, a lot of repetition, a lot of things that are done over and over and over again, where are some areas that maybe we could automate uh, to, to take something off someone's plate, that individual value, or a corporate value that would help the, your organization as a whole. Okay, my friends, I hope this has been helpful. If you would like help automating your business processes, visit us at weblitica.com. That's W-E-B-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com.